1: Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring, at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London,
2: the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble. I am Luke Cohen and I'm joined. By Alfekito Larry Blake
1: What's going on? Pretty
2: good bud, how are you? I'm
1: very, very well Very, very well What a busy day this has been it, It's been nuts, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I woke up to this morning thinking I've, got to make, I've only got to make three videos today And then it was like, here's two more And another one <laughs> yeah. What? what?
2: Yeah, I suddenly I woke up this morning and realised Huh, it's May 30th mm. We better record Ramble Club today Yeah. So we can get it live tomorrow And then Ollie takes back going Can't do that I was like, no can do. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And then after that. Everything fell apart. Yeah. Yeah, so we've we've still got to record our NXT predictions for this coming Mm -hmm. Saturday. I was thinking about Ramble Club, though. It feels like this is probably more of a production meeting that we should have had off air. Yeah, But I thought I would do this as a bit of a tease to see if we can try and get some people donating on the old Patreon. We're going to shake up Ramble Club tomorrow. Usually, if you are one of our $10 and above Patreon pledge hammers, Ramble Club is me, Laurie, and Ollie having a few beers and having a laugh. I'm thinking tomorrow. All five of us sit down. Whoa. So, me, you, Andy, Pete, Simon, Mm -hmm. we all just sit in here, we'll have to share microphones. And we'll just have some beers, and we'll answer some questions on the old Patreon, and we'll just chat here and have some beers for an hour and a half. Can I have a fruit shoot? No, absolutely not. (laughs) You will have beer, and you will like it, Randy. You cannot have a fruit shoot. Also, it's got too much sugar in it, mate. I'm I'm not going to let you drink really sugary drinks. Yeah, that's it. Plain water for you. (laughs) If you're not having beer, I'm going to look after you. (laughs) If you're not having
1: a beer, you're allowed a barocca, and that is it.
2: Uh, So, yes, that's what we're going to do tomorrow. Uh, We're going to record it. We may live stream it for the Patreons only. Mm. Um, Actually, that might be really difficult. Let's not do that. (coughs) Only because I can't set up the cameras for everyone. Can't work out a five-person camera. No. Also, I've got to edit it as well, so let's not go too mental. It's a pain in the butt. pain in the butt. (laughs) I've got to get it live tomorrow. But anyway, so uh, that's a bit of a tease for (laughs) If you want to join us over on Patreon and hear the five of us just chatting a load of cack for a a good hour and a half. And reading um, Big Apple Takedown.
1: Oh, yeah. What are we going to do without Ollie's dedication to accents? <laughs>
2: yes. The great quote unquote accents yes. that, that he does. The
1: world's greatest impressionist, Oliver he's a, Davis. He's a
2: very good reader though. Mm. I think he's good at doing um just like if you he could be hired by Audible.
1: He reads with his eyebrows, I've noticed. Mm. He does oh, it really? very like he furrows in and then pulls out the right word. You oh, know. interesting. Which this is all content that you can't see. <laughs> but I'm doing an impression of Ollie with my eyebrows. The other great impressionist of the talk team <laughs> clearly doesn't know when he's doing the appropriate one. Yeah.
2: Well, so join us for that tomorrow. We'll be back in the outro. We're actually recording this about two minutes before we go live with the actual NXT review. Um, so for a change we'll actually have some like post-show thoughts but we'll also be reading your emails and talking about what we're getting up to this fine weekend anyway here's the nxt show we're going to be talking about the undisputed era and what might happen with them at takeover this weekend here's the show so dig, dig, dig it in. NXT, the post NXT Wrestle Ramble edition, where we're going to be kicking off talking about the old undisputed era mm. who stood tall at the end of the night, and they have got. I think this is. We talked about this before on the show. We think this is the first time that all four members of the undisputed mm-hmm. era are in different matches on an NXT card. Yes, you got. Matt Riddle uh, versus Roderick Strong of the Undisputed Era. You've got Carl yep. uh, Riley and Bobby Fish going for the tag titles in the four-way ladder match, and you've got Adam Cole, Bay Bay, going for the NXT Championship in the main event mm-hmm, against Johnny Champion. Against Johnny Champs. So big, big night for the Undisputed Era. Absolutely, they've been having a lot of issues yeah. as of late. Some might say a bit of dissension within the ranks. Mm-hmm but can they get a clean sweep this coming Saturday? Oh, I really feel like it's it could be on the cards, you know?
1: Like, I feel like the end of this episode of NXT, where they beat down the rest of the tag division and they stand tall on top of the ladder in this pose you can see in the backdrop here. Like, that was a big statement to me, and I felt like this is the kind of cohesive unit coming back together again. However, I can also see, like, my predictions for this show, I'm really struggling to come up with what I think is going to happen. Because it's either none of them win, mm-hmm. all of them win, or I reckon two of them win and Roddy loses.
2: Yeah, you see, that's where I'm also going as well. I think Randy's done his predictions for this show already. Because if you're part of WrestleLeague, one of our Patreon uh, benefits... It's not really the word I'm after. What about Patreon things? What about perks. Patreon things? There you go. Thank you very much. Perks. Thank you, Randy. Um, is that you get to be a part of Wrestle League mm-hmm. and predict against us? And I've been really trying to think about this today. And Randy, you said uh, in your predictions you did that mm. you've got Roddy is the only one losing his yep. match, Yeah. Uh, which kind of makes sense because one of the rumors is that Matt Riddle is going to be going for the NXT Championship uh, at the Toronto event that they're going to mm-hmm. do before SummerSlam. But I'm almost thinking, I'm, I'm thinking along the similar lines of you. I think that, and Randy in this, there's two of them are winning and one of them is losing. But I'm wondering if it's Cole that's losing.
1: Yes, I can see that too, yeah. Yeah,
2: so you almost build up the Knights to be like, the Undisputed Era are winning all of their matches, and then Adam Cole is the one that fails yeah. at the end. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, man, that's kind of where it's I'm currently sp- yeah, sitting at that the moment. Doesn't, and that
1: doesn't override the entire landscape of NXT we're just going like it's now just the Undisputed Era thing and like Roddy would then probably go for the North American title to get that full we're finally Undisputed mm. Uh but yeah I, I definitely can see it being it's one of the two of them and because of the whole story before they had to sort of go oh no they've taken everyone and yeah. like revamp everything was it seemed to be building to a tag match right between uh, Cole and O'Reilly versus Fish and Strong which I feel like in my imaginary picture of it, would have come down to Fish and, Str- uh, Fish and O'Reilly in the ring, being like, "I don't really want to fight you, dude," and yeah. like they're having to decide the future of the undisputed era by picking who's going to take the pin, you know, and yeah. like which then which
2: one of Adam Cole or Strong is going to be like the leader of the gang, which would be really fascinating if they do do that. Mm. And Cole, uh, Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish are the tag champs. Yeah, so you have got the tank champs on opposite sides.
1: Yeah. Oh, see that could be really cool. That's so, kind yeah. of bonkers. I'm actually yeah. kind of. I'm kind of, and then I'm kind of falling more in with the yeah. Cole loses maybe. I don't because it does. It feels too early to take the title off uh, Johnny as well. One hundred percent. Definitely yeah. feels like very early in that run. Admittedly, he is much better when he's, he's not the, as the chaser than, than the champs. So maybe they do want to get the title off him and then have. You know, if you were going to do a whole clean sweep, you would have the most brutal beatdown from the Undisputed Era, probably writing him off TV for a while, mm. I would imagine, but I am getting swayed by the idea that Cole doesn't win. Mm.
2: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, well, we're going to be doing our NXT awesome. predictions after we've re- gone live with this. Yeah. Uh, me, Laurie, and Pete are going to be sitting down to give our NXT. Uh, Ollie's exact quote was, I'm not going to do the predictions. I'm not a mark. <laughs> and Don't watch NXT, so no. he's not going to be joining us for that one. In reality, he's doing business, business, yeah. business stuff. Um, so the three of us are going to be recording our predictions. But we've kind of given away some of our thoughts for the tag match as well. Yeah. Which was kind of like where all of this has come from. Because the main event of the show mm-hmm. was Only Larkin and Danny Burch versus the Forgotten Sons. The match barely got started, really. Mm. You had, like, like Birch started strong, and then the Forgotten I love Sons... I Birch so, so good. Much. Like, just running into you with a big uppercut right yeah. at the start <laughs> of the match. Ah! Come on, man! But I also think the f- credits of Forgotten Sons bumping like madmen mm. to get over Birch and Larkin's offense. I thought they were really, really good at this. Yes, they really were. And, like, so Forgotten Sons shut them down a little bit, but eventually, Riker gets ejected by the referee. He goes up the ramp, gets attacked by the Street Profits, and then the yep. Street Profits run down to the ring, Attack into the ring, DQ. Ref throws mm-hmm. the match out. Thank you, profits. Chance breaks out from the crowd yep. because they beat up the Forgotten Sons. <laughs> and then uh, Undisputed Era come down and they just beat up everyone because they've got two extra men. Yeah. So they sort of like lay a trap because it's cold <coughs> and strong that kind of like wiped them out at the at the top. And then O'Reilly and Fish attack from nowhere, mm-hmm. almost like the Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> from Clever Jurassic. Girl. Clever girls. And. Um, Clever fish. <laughs> And then uh, eventually they stand tall at the end Mm -hmm. up on top of this ladder as you can see in the thumbnail if you're watching the video version of this. But I thought one of the other really intriguing points about this, we'll get into the tag division stuff in a, me- in a minute, but I thought one of the really intriguing th- points about this was how strong they made Jackson Ryker look. Yes. Because Jackson Ryker got beat up by the Street Profits, he got beat up by the Undisputed Era, he got a ladder thrown into his face by all four members of the Undisputed Era. He got Era, chucked off the
1: stage at one point as well for but a But he
2: was still standing like he was getting up. Yeah. It's like a Terminator just yeah, could yeah. not be stopped and they had to take another ladder shot to put him down for them to set the ladder up. Mm-hmm. Very interesting how strong they put over Jackson yes, Riker at the yeah. end of this of whether they are going to set him up for this uh, almost a main event style picture for him
1: yeah I, I also think I think we've said before on when well, we've discussed this that like I think Jackson Riker could really be a deciding factor in this ladder match as well because you know kind of the rules are a bit all over the place because of it being four teams anyway exactly. so what are you do, I, I imagine one of them yeah exactly I imagine he's going to wander in and cause some havoc
2: yeah. Yeah. Or whether this was done to write him off so that he won't be at TakeOver Twenty Five yes, And they can say yeah. that Jackson Riker's too injured. Um, mm. due to injuries he sustained at the hands of the Undisputed Era, he won't be at this show. Mm. Just as a way to kind of like write him out of that, because as you say, otherwise you'd be like, why isn't Riker just getting in the ring and beating everyone up? Yeah, because I can see either way we sort of, either way you
1: kind of slice it here. I I can see an Undisputed Era versus Forgotten Sons feud going forward from this match in general, because I feel like that kind of faction warfare is something they haven't really explored in NXT around the Undisputed Era properly yet. So, like, that would be a really good way to do it as well. Like, mm. these people, with, like, two teams vying for control of the entire brand, basically. Yeah, because
2: they've had, like, they had a feud with Sanity. Yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but like you say, there was, that was sort of faction warfare, but it wasn't for, like, the controlling state of, of NXT. Like, no, like, Sanity to, like, didn't make... really care. Like, yeah. Sanity were just like, whatever. All like, about the chaos. <laughs> yeah. Basically, my Eric Young. <laughs> it's not very good. Um, so I do think that Birch... Not Birch. Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick... Deary me, where am I? I'm <laughs> Fish very, and O'Reilly. Fish and O'Reilly. I'm very tired today. Fish <laughs> and O'Reilly could be the ones to walk out of NXT as the tag champs once again. Yes. Three-time NXT tag team champions. Mm-hmm. It because doesn't feel like they've built anyone else. Well, in that no, I same mean, they, way. Beyond the,
1: I think the Forgotten Sons are the most likely if it's not.
2: I'd say they've the kind of built Street era. profits because they did have that visual pin esque thing over the War Raiders mm. on their way out, and they, you know, they were really pushing them as like they could have won that match. Yeah. So I think they have done something to kind of push them, but I really could see this being an undisputed era victory. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting you say them going into a feud with the Forgotten Sons, because what's kind of interesting about that is they're both heels. Because mm-hmm. Cole is 100% a heel act at the moment. Oh, like, yeah. And the unspeed Era are being presented as the baddies. Oh, yeah. But the Forgotten Sons are also very much the baddies. Yeah. And I think putting the Forgotten Sons into a feud with the unspeed Era are just going to get them over as babyfaces. Yeah. Because no one likes the forgotten sons, no. but everyone loves the undisputed era. They're one of those heel tag teams that everyone loves. Yeah,
1: they're like they're the X. You know, it's just, just yeah. it's that it's that exact thing. It's just people you can't boo them.
2: Yeah, it's like Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. You, yeah, 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 absolutely. You cheer the heel. So I think it's quite an interesting. There's a lot of interesting things coming out of this week's episode to lead into NXT mm. Takeover 25, which is coming this Sunday. Which let's let's address this now we're not going to be live streaming i'm afraid to say a few people have been asking but yeah we're not going to be live streaming nxt takeover this saturday because logistics Logistics basically, <laughs> yeah. Um, me, Laurie, and Pete are away. We're at uh, Games Expo in Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ollie is on a, uh, a stag do or a bachelor party for um, our American viewers. Um, stag do, stag do in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think housemate Hyman is available either, mm-hmm. so I, it was
1: just like I could have done it on my
2: own. It was gonna be Randy on his own, so I think <laughs> logistically, we, we just couldn't make it work. Um, and that's and that, to be honest, I'm gonna blame NXT on this one or WWE in general. Mm. They booked this too late.
1: Yes, We'd we were already, already had, had, we were ready
2: for money in the bank. Yeah, we already had our, that pl- weekend. we already had our plans in place yeah. for going to Birmingham, going to the stag, doing things like mm. that. So unfortunately, we're not going to be live streaming it, which also means that the review won't be going up on the s- Sunday. Which means there might not be a review at all. There might be a Ramble review on the Monday, but we yeah. might not have like a 10-minute review uh, for the show. Maybe
1: if we can get uh, Wi-Fi in the premiere in, we can, uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll we, can get, we can get do a Facebook Live or something. Well, I mean, I wish I could say that, but we are staying at a Travel Lodge. Oh, I right. It's a okay. yeah. so Travel Lodge. Yeah. We'll be lucky if me. we could even watch the thing.
2: <laughs> I know. We did talk about possibly watching it um, like late at night when mm. it, while watching it live, but... Yeah, I'm not sure the Wi-Fi
0: is going to be good enough to travel much. Well, we'll see what we can do. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told. ...about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun... ...a reimagining of the epic tale... ...starring Anna Sawai. So... ...what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. As a person with a very deep voice... ...I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform... ...doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer... ...you should use LinkedIn ads... Only at Sleep Number Stores or SleepNumber.com.
2: Uh, but Randy, Andy, that's What are people saying in the Super Chats? People
1: are saying the following. We're starting with Jobber JJ, as we often do, says Baszler, EO, Gargano and Cole, have had a lot of TV matches. Any reason for this?
2: Well, apparently Gargano was working hurt. Well, he still is, I think. He's still hat, hurt, knee, yeah. Which is why I've gone for Cole. <laughs> well, they said that Gargano... Well, the the, uh, the Observer said last week that is that he was working with a niggling E-injury during this set of tapings, mm. but he'll be fine by takeover, so he'll be fighting fit coming yeah. Saturday. Um, yeah. Uh, EO, I don't That's what know. Would say. But I think it's just like almost keeping people off TV to try and make you then want to... Watch the show and see them wrestle again. Yeah, not, I, I think they've done the right thing with EO though, because it's
1: like it's that same thing of like there is a language barrier. You don't want to cut too many promos, but all the deployment of EO has been really good. This like she's turned after the Kyrie Sane thing into this like avenging angel basically, and just appears out of nowhere wielding a kendo stick to beat down Baser all the time. I think there's been a great build to that match. It's not. It's been good to sort of keep it. Like low-key and let some of the other women's roster as well have TV time because do you know what Baszler has had all the TV time
2: for ages now because she's been the champ for basically ever yeah and it's good to give people like Mia Yim and Bianca Belair Mm. some TV time instead Uh, what we got next Chris blank with a lovely message says you lads are all right yes though I mean you're too kind
1: but we are basically please don't we are basically fine my head can't take it Micah Williams
2: says I have a whole year Oh the Brock, Brock Lesnar, yeah. Yeah, the Brock Lesnar thing. Um I mean yeah, depends on what you've got a year to do, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Uh,
1: Keith Fry says NXT theme song remix. We are nacho cheese. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well great, that's all it's like when someone told me um that they hear Scottish cycle path for Drew McIntyre. Mm. That is all I you hear. Can't now. Un-hear I it, can't yeah. unhear that. So now we are nacho cheese is all I'm gonna hear now for poor old Slipknot. <sighs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Judas Black says I'm here so let me in. Ah for the Firefly Funhouse. I guess not not. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You clearly tell they don't know what they're doing yeah. yet. They're the just like, Can we just like try and extend this out for as long as possible? We can just have
1: him keep say weird stuff. Yeah, because yeah. we don't really know what we're going to do with it yet. Yeah. I think they filmed all of that stuff in one day. <laughs> I, I've said <laughs> yeah. it before, and I think they've just got like a book studio time and yeah. that is it. That's it. Uh Michael Williams back in to say where is housemate Simon Hyman?
2: So on Screen Grapple, he'll be on Screen Grapple again uh, this coming You've uh, recorded, we've recorded it today. Do you yeah. want to give us a tease of what we can expect from this week's Screen Grapple? Uh,
1: it's a lot of John Moxley, um, yeah. and uh, there's a bit of Drew McIntyre doesn't like Shay McMahon. Uh, we've also got Colt Cabana most likely uh, phoning in. Yeah, mm. boom, boom. Mm. So, not really an interview, more, here. more a, a random hot take from Colt Cabana. Well, wow. sometimes that's what you want. Mm. Uh, Jobber JJ again says, "Have you watched the NXT behind-the-scenes special?
2: No, 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 absolutely not. No, sorry. No. I'm not, I haven't watched the performance head to combine thing either, which is apparently a um a thing they've also done in the network mm-hmm. to yeah, show was how Sunday. impressive strong people are." I don't know. Someone someone did email in about it. Uh, Rachel uh, emailed in to give us some stats about like the big deadlifting stuff that they do. Mm. Um, Also, actually, I think the most interesting thing about this, I thought I'd bring this up now because that's the only one I can remember. Um, Montez Ford has a thirty-seven-inch vertical leap. That's ridiculous. So to put that into perspective, uh, it's one of my penis. (laughs) (laughs) Kobe Bryant Kobe Bryant's a basketball player right like he's an impressive yeah. basketball player he's got a 40 inch vertical leap wow and the average NBA star vertical leap is 28 inches my lord so he apparently he's like you know ginormous mm, mm. so to speak um wow TV
1: the of Painesville Dan says really good show Gulak should
2: win gold this year um but where like on, I, I know if it's not on Raw or Smackdown or an NXT it's not gonna matter but even if yeah yeah
1: I don't know. It's just difficult for Gulak, isn't it? Because he's like he's clearly so skilled, and like they've cottoned on to him on NXT. Thankfully, I think is the the thing because he was getting wasted on Two O Five after having the brilliant PowerPoint presentation stuff for a bit, and then it having some really good matches where he was number one contender for a while, and then it's just all dropped off
2: again yeah. after the Buddy Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, NXT, I don't know. Like, I'd really like to see more of Drew Gulak. But I think, great. like to your point, NXT is pretty much the only place where Drew Gulak works mm-hmm. because as soon as you put him up onto the main roster, you have him not doing the Drew Gulak match, and that's what Drew Gulak is good at. Yes, Drew Gulak is doing the matches that he did tonight on with Kashida. I'd say tonight, last night with Kashida, but you can't do that match on Raw or SmackDown because that's not the wrestling that Vince likes. That's not the wrestling that yeah. Vince wants to present. Therefore, Drew just does. The same match that everyone else is doing, and and that's not a Drew Gulak match. No. And then he's then he's no one. He's he's nothing special. Then.
1: Yeah, he's going to get five minutes when that match needs ten. Like, yeah. He's all, that, and that will always be the case. It's so always going to be you NXT get five minutes.
2: is pretty much the only place where he works. Yeah, yeah. So, he,
1: he works in Two O Five as well because I like the you know the no fly zone stuff worked well because it's like it's just a good heel act yeah. on a, on the Flippy show to be like no flips.
2: Yeah. No. I, I, to your point there, I will correct myself. Uh, NXT is the only show that people watch Yeah, the only one that matters where he works That people care about We were actually having a chat in the office You can stand in the dark room and be Drew Gulak
1: And it's not worth getting over
2: Yeah, we were having this chat today in the office Because it was was brought to our attention that 205 Live has an unprecedented deep roster of 11 wrestlers Wow (laughs) And we couldn't name them all (laughs) Well, we could name 10 We could name 10 of them
1: no, I was going to start with Cedric Alexander. <laughs> Not right. Uh, the one we didn't get was Only Lorcan. Yeah, Only Lorcan was the one we forgot. Um, Drew, you... Oney, uh, Kanellis. Mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and Maria doesn't count, we found out. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was quite a few. Well, yeah. No, just the one we didn't get. Um yeah, 11 people. What a hang, roster. Hangman AJ Wilson <coughs> says, Could Strong attack
2: Breeze before the match and win the North America title? Um... So what so he has his match with Matt Riddle and then has another match yeah uh, I, I don't see that happening no I kind of think you
1: want to build to the clean sweep. I'm, I'm kind of yeah, coming round to the idea of Cole not winning also because they titled the match on the match card as well as uh Cole versus Gargano Two, and I feel like that might build to Cole versus gargano three, yeah. like they did with the Champa stuff, so um, maybe yeah, I think Roddy's just going to either win or lose his match, and it's not going to knock on at all. yeah. Um, I mean,
2: it'll knock on in storylines, but not knock on. For the yeah, rest it's not going to knock show. on the rest of the show. Yeah, it's not yeah. going
1: to be like he's going to just jump into the next match and do something.
2: Also, I think they're very much like behind this Tyler Breeze return. God, that promo package was wicked. Oh, Can't wait to talk it. about that.
1: Yeah. Um, someone suggested saying in the chat that they have very many difficulties watching NXT on the network as do I so I don't know why that is really it, it goes about five minutes and then skips back a minute and then you watch that minute again and it skips back a minute huh. I've had that for since so forever on your,
2: on your laptop or on your... yeah and, but the thing is Laurie uses my uh, account and he never has any issues with it It's going to say no I, think, nah. I mean we all use the same account I'm pretty sure but like yeah I've never, I've never had any issues watching it it's because like I'm
1: screen, screen sharing <laughs> and I'm winding <laughs> you back one minute all the time <laughs> Yeah, no, I've never I've never had any issues with that. Fair enough. Uh Moyes Ali, thank you very much for your generous donation. Dustin Pylon says, I hope Breeze tried to tries to one up Dream's entrance. Oh,
2: that'd be great. Actually, I mean that is going to be an entrance off. <laughs> that is, as we joked last yeah. week, it's a walk off. It it's, really is, yeah, yeah. It's very much an entrance off.
1: I hope he comes out with Ben Stiller. <laughs> uh Tomo says, Tomo. Luke Laurie, guess what? Hi.
3: Oh, hi. He he
1: did say 10 seconds of silence, please, but I can't can't have that much dead air. No, exactly. Uh, Angel Perez says, uh, I can see Vince snatching up Jackson Riker ASAP. I can see Vince,
2: please, snatching up Jackson.
1: ASAP. Yeah, they've got to hide him. Like when they had (laughs) Lars and they were just trying to, like, keeping him under a canopy. We've got to check Jackson Riker's past Twitter and bodybuilding forum. Mm. Oh yeah, mm. No, maybe.
2: Um, I think Jackson will be fine in NXT for the time being. I don't think Vince is going to be snapping him up because although he's tall and he's big and he's strong and all that, I think I, I, I don't think Vince is in the um, the market at the moment for any more people on the roster. He was at TNA as well. So. He was. Yeah, yeah I think that, yeah, Vince is definitely.
1: Throwing everything else at the wall first Before he goes Another big dude
2: That's exactly it Yeah we've probably got another uh, Three weeks Before yeah. we have we've a got, reset uh, we've press We've got at
1: least Three more gimmicks That he's going to come up with like, yeah. Yeah. yeah Yeah The wild wild card yeah. <laughs> The wild wild card No <laughs> <That's like, laughs> do with the wild wild card Wild card plus plus Could be wild card plus Yeah uh, Michael Williams says Support AEW YouTube channel Or And ask. Yes and mm. ours. More Ask <laughs> <ours> more Ask <laughs> more They need it less I think yeah, we, do, we need the bump. <laughs> Small Afro Games. Jaron Walker. Says nothing, but thank you very much for your generous donation, thank you, thank you. Uh Tomo says Tomo. me and Andy can stream TakeOver 25 together. It's very difficult. You're yeah. in a very different country. You are in Australia. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we ain't flying you over. That's That's, no. that's not cheap. Uh, Danny your boy Devito says your Vince boy. take control of NXT to compete with AEW.
2: Did you say Vince takes over mm. NXT to compete with AEW? I have seen a few people on the wrestling observer boards who reckons they are going to go on Wednesday nights to compete against NXT. You think it's the same audience, I suppose you kind of compete yeah, with the same yeah, sort of yeah. fan base. I, I think, like, I, how many people actually watch NXT live? Yeah, well, I mean, it's on the net. I never watch it live, I've never watched it live, so, no. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think even if they did go on Wednesday nights, people are just going to be like, Well, I can watch in the morning, it's mm. okay. And the, the player move is to go on Friday, yeah, why? Oh, oh, man, go on Friday, get there first,
1: yeah. and then be like, Dare you, Smackdown, dare you. <laughs> I dare you, I dare you, come over here on I'm Friday, on Fox. yeah. <laughs> Uh Antonio Koo from the Philippines says "Breeze wins this weekend.
2: Thoughts who would you have as his first challenger? I don't think Breeze is winning um Maybe. but uh challenger wise Kishida Mm. yeah, would oh, be good
1: yeah, yeah
2: Keith Lee Keith Lee's a good
1: shout. Mm. yeah, yeah Just or if, a kind if of uh, Dijakobo, it gets uh yeah. rehab yeah Kim? uh Tim Arndt says nothing, but thank you very much for your generous donation thank you. Thank you. Judas black is back in. Um, with a question that <laughs> I guarantee neither of you will know the answer to because it's sports. Uh, Judas Black says, NBA final start tonight. Who have you guys got?
2: Arsenal. <laughs> Michael they, Jordan. Yep. Uh, Chicago Bulls. Well, it is
1: the... Scotty Pippen. It's the Golden State Warriors against the Toronto Raptors, oh, I Oh, I'm going to Raptors Uh them. Um, I'll go for
2: Toronto, because
1: Canada... I'll... Yeah, it is those. Uh, yeah, I'm going for Toronto as well because Golden State have won it twice in a row, I believe. So it's not their turn. Yeah, it's not their turn. <laughs> that's <term works. laughs> how it works in sports. That's, yeah, I'm pretty it. sure that's how. Yeah. It works. I mean, it's all it's all the work,
2: isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I once Mike Vince Russo. Yeah. <laughs> I once uh, said, just joke with my friends that football was all the work. That's why it gets so dramatic. <laughs> mm. That's why like there's so much drama towards the end of a season mm. is because it's all the work. It's all. Just, yeah, it's all. It's absolutely. a big predetermined mm. sport. uh, it's choreography
1: there's not much point in asking sports questions I guess you just want to ask me because I'm the only one who really all he knows a tiny bit about football and that's about it you say he knows a tiny bit about I can talk about sport climbing (laughs) yeah you can talk about climbing that's a sport who have you got for the next climbing championships Adam Ondra oh yeah I thought so he's great Bay, bay. Um, <laughs> Jared Thomas says, I feel like there will be a split in the, un- <laughs> almost the United Arab Emirates. The Undisputed Era. <laughs> could be a Agree. split in them as well. You yeah. don't know. Mm, oh, I politics. just changed it to me. There you go.
2: Yeah. Um, so there could be a split in the Undisputed yeah. Era. I mean, that's what they've been sort of teasing now for yeah. like the last few months, really. C- certainly since the last takeover. So mm. I think... It's not out of the realms of possibility. Like, I think if you do go down the storyline that we've been talking about in this show, that you have Roddy and you have the tags win, but you don't, and then Cole fails. And Cole is the leader, is the only one who doesn't win on mm-hmm. the night. And you almost have then Roddy kind of like vying for the, the leadership position yeah, yeah, and kind of, and create a rift in there. Well, because you can, yeah, you can then sell in this idea that Cole was always
1: blaming Roddy for his failures. And it's like, no, it's just you, man. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think... The other theory I was mulling over this morning was that maybe a split is coming. Because if you were looking at the Undisputed Era and going, well, maybe we want them on the main roster. Would Roddy want to stay in NXT because his wife's there? With Marine Shafir. Hmm? Like, yeah, you know, shot. so that this could be why Roddy seems like the one that they're going to splinter off. Yeah. Maybe they just want to babyface Roddy again. Like, maybe.
2: You know. I mean, I would say that if you are going to have this split in the Undisputed Era, just put them back together again. Mm. Like I know, yeah. like housemate Simon is. He said before we started recording today that he's done with the N era. I think he's kind of aboard of them mm-hmm. now. But I think they're too good of a team. Just
1: I think the they're speed. great. I think I I think you can get mileage out of a feud, an internal feud, that leads to them coming back together stronger. Yeah. And I think maybe that is a much more interesting dynamic because I love the idea of a tag match between them. Yeah. Especially if uh, Fish and O'Reilly are the tag champs yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, someone suggesting that we are none of us are wearing trousers I mean I'm wearing jeans I've got trousers on I don't okay fair enough free and easy Uh, who was next it is Ryan B. Bad says long time Patreon first time super chatter what happened to WrestleTalk general
2: manager Grado He's got his own wrestling promotion now up in Scotland. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's doing oh, shows so he, up there. Yeah, we had to fire him. Yeah, family-friendly wrestling is what Grado's all about. Oh, nice. Which is, is why he's a good guy. Um, uh, yeah. Edinol says, "Hey, Ollie, that's not the real Luke Owen." Um, uh, I mean, I've got my driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> let me just quickly check. Let me just let me scan this for you. Yeah, hold on. What <laughs> kind of uh, what kind of wallet is that, Luke? Uh, it's a Ridge wallet, uh, Randy it? Andy Datson. Yeah, very good uh, Ridge wallet. Very serious. <laughs> has to be serious, isn't it? You're not allowed to smile in the photos. Ah, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted my passport photo to be more like... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be goofy. <laughs> wearing a goofy yeah, hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandpa Simpson,
1: local man, shouts at clouds. That's exactly um, Steve Winyard says, will Shayna ever lose and get demoted to the main roster?
2: Yeah, I think this Sunday. But I don't think she's getting up to the main roster, but I think she's no, I think she's going to go after SummerSlam. Yeah, Which actually, is why I did, originally did her, but changed her back to... No, they oh, no, so did, did you, EO, you're just EO. not change it back cheating. to Shane because I thought... Because no, the, well, well, no, the rules are, Randy, is that once you press submit, you can't change it. I mean,
1: I had an email from Daniel Schachtmeyer, otherwise known as Mayor of Painesville, Dan, who did the same.
2: Wow. So. I mean, usually. And, and you said, just no, you can't. Absolutely, you can't, Dan. That's
1: not how it works. Yeah, yeah. but he's nice. No, he didn't. Uh, Jerome Capo says, this is about to be one of the best takeovers ever. Ever. It's a stacked card. Mm. Really, really
2: good card this Saturday. I feel like this
1: is what we say about every takeover, though. It could be the best one ever. It's it's because it's the same lot of people going around in circles doing amazing stuff over and over again with good storytelling. Yep. The main roster could be this. (laughs) It could be. It's like so easy to do, apparently. It's not that hard, mate. (laughs) No.
2: Um, The show kicked off with Mia Yim versus Bianca Belair. This is a Mm -hmm. few that's sort of been bubbling over now for the last few weeks. And I really enjoyed this because this is a... Undercard feud, not mm-hmm. an undercard feud, but it is a feud that has been TV only. Doesn't have to build to a takeover match, yep. but it's been filling up TV time. It's been giving them time to get their characters over. It's been time for them to shine in the ring, yep. and they've been telling a really good story in mm-hmm. the meantime. I think this is really, really good stuff. I was struggling with this match though this morning. I
1: was, I was a little bored by it, and I was, I thought it was a little bit sloppy and a mm-hmm. little bit like lacked impact. Yeah, um, and I felt like. The one, the last one they had was much more of what I wanted to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this sort of run back felt like a bit. It was. It felt very similar, like they, in the sense that they were just sort of going like, "Oh, we have to do this again."
2: Yeah, I didn't have a lot of notes. Good finish. Yeah, good finish. Great finish. I will say, yeah. Uh, to my uh, when I said that, it, I like it because it's a feud that's not for a title. It's not for anything mm. like that's not even for a number one championship. Excuse me. It's just to get kind of characters over and things like that. That's all good. But as you say, the match was the match was fine. The match was okay. Yeah it was fine like if you'd have seen it on Raw you'd have forgotten yep. about it and if it's on NXT you forget about it even quicker Yeah, uh, I've made like almost virtually no notes it's very much just like Yim dominates Belair makes a comeback like it's, yeah, it's, so it's, Yim very dominates much.
1: Belair makes a big comeback Belair dominates for a bit when Yim fires back she hits eat defeat mm-hmm. Belair rolls out of the ring and goes to just walk to the back uh, Yim won't take the count out victory so goes out to meet her gets posted into the apron knocked down Belair rolls into the ring Perfectly willing to take out a count, ca- yeah. take a count out victory. Yim rolls back in, and then she hits her finish. She um, hits the yeah. Protect your neck. Protect your so neck. Wu Tang reference. But holding on to the yeah. Hair. She, yeah, because she, uh, she gets up into a power bomb.
2: Yeah. So Belair had her up into a power bomb, but she got out of it and grabbed the hair to hit. Protect your and neck. Pulls her in and yeah. bam. Uh, to get the win. So Mia Yim wins. They're now one apiece. 50-50 booking. 50-50 booking, In. indeed. Uh, it, and it's kind of like, you think this is now going to build to a, a rubber match between the, the two of them. Mm-hmm. So I think there could be something out of this. But you're right, you're right. this wasn't a particularly great match. It no, was, I think this, this is this
1: this is is entirely to set up whoever's next for the NXT Women's Championship, I think, post-TakeOver. See,
2: I think it's more, for me, Just keep things on the broil. That's what I mean. I think it's more spinning plates, yeah. Um, or keeping the plates spinning. Because I think Candice LeRae is going to be in that picture. Oh, you do? Before uh, we get to Yibor. Which has been shoehorned a little bit into Exactly, this, yeah. yeah. So, But I think it, what it is, is it's keeping those plates spinning. It's keeping them on TV. It's keeping them relevant. It's mm-hmm. keeping the crowd interested in them. And just and giving them something to do. Mm. Uh, we then got the, I would argue, the best thing on the show. Mm-hmm. Which was a hype package for the Velveteen Dream and Tyler Breeze. I love Velveteen
1: Dream's hype packages.
2: This, this so good. was...
1: Awesome. Mm. This
2: was so good. This is one of those video packages where I'm not taking any notes while I'm watching it because I'm just so transfixed by it that I then have to like stop. I have to pause it and be like, okay, right, what did I just see? I have to (laughs) write it down so I remember it when I get back. And it's Velveteen Dream with a selfie stick. And he sets up a selfie stick to record a cam- uh, to record a camera. <laughs> yeah, he's recording cameras. He's to get a phone <laughs> and use its camera uh, ability to record himself. And he talks about that, like when Dream got called up, it was the last time he got a standing ovation. Yeah. And they show that clip from Stomping Ground when Tyler was announced he was going up to the main roster, and then they show clips of. Tyler Breeze going up to the main roster, and now hey, you were going to make an instant impact. You got into that feud with Dolph Ziggler, and then instantly you were forgotten about. Mm. Like they even use Tyler Breeze being on main event as a way to bury, yep. <laughs> bury. Well, they the do, main they find all
1: the goofy clips as well, and yep. like stuff was chucked on him,
2: or exactly, he was doing yeah. something silly. Like they, they just told this great story: of like you went up, you had all of this potential, you had the spotlight. But you couldn't hack it in that spotlight. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you were falling down. You were then on main event, you big loser. Yeah, yeah. And then you were with Breezango. What, Breeze. Dweeb. what dweeb. And then you were with Breezango. And you were just doing comedy goofy stuff where you had, like... You know, you were burnt because they did, like, that sunbed thing. I can't remember what it was now. But it was, like, yeah. really... It was when they were still heels. Mm. And it was meant to be a way to sort of embarrass them. And... Then you said like you couldn't hack it on the main roster. You couldn't hack the main roster spotlight. So you've had to crawl back to NXT to try and steal my spotlight. Mm. And I'm not going to let that happen. No. I thought Dream was Marvelous here.
1: It's wicked, and he calls him the the great value version. Yes. So uh,
2: thankfully, Kenny Jones got in touch with us uh, to say uh, during the breeze, dream hype package, dream said you're a uh, you're nothing but a great value version of the dream. Here in America, we have Walmart, and great value is their store brand name. So it's basically like Tesco's finest. Or, yeah, or like, yeah. Sainsbury's basics. Sainsbury's basics, Tesco's own. It's yeah. the Asda one. Asda smart price. As the smart. Because Tesco's finest. Waitrose is essential. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. It's not Tesco finest. Tesco Finals. value. Dream value. Dream. Val-
1: Dream would yeah. be the Tesco finest. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but he's not he's not the finest. No, that's he's th- he's yeah, not yeah, Kona the, Reeves. the Tesco finest Kona Reeves. <laughs> the dream so, is the, the Kona Reeves.
2: That's right. Yeah. So, it, it, so it's like yeah, same basic.
1: Oh, it's confusing.
2: Um, which I thought was a really nice line. It's like, yeah, yeah you're, you're a discount version yeah. of the Velveteen Dream. But you've also got Tyler Breeze in there as well because this is whole promo is built around. It's like, I remember Tyler Breeze. Mm. Oh, yeah. no, Yeah, now you mention it. I remember Tyler Breeze. He was that guy that did all of this. And you have Tyler Breeze going like, I remember that Tyler Breeze. That Tyler Breeze was kicking ass in NXT. That oh, Tyler yeah. Breeze was having matches with and Thunder Liger. That Tyler Breeze was doing all this amazing stuff before you even got here. Mm-hmm. This is my NXT. Like, he calls himself a staple of NXT. Yeah. I thought both guys were awesome in this promo package. And it genuinely... For a, a match that's had two weeks worth of build, I'm probably more excited about this match than any other match on the, on the card. It was such a smart pick
1: to choose breeze yeah like when you when you're in need of a desperate like replacement and you all the guys who've gone up to the main roster like breeze has probably had one of the worst times out of anyone in nxt but still managed even through all the rubbish they've made him do managed to retain like being a fun performer like he's over people like in the sense that like people know who he is and are like Actually, you know what? Fashion Files really funny. Like all that kind of, there's a lot of stuff that he's managed to do, despite what they keep giving him. Yeah, that makes him really impressive. And I think it's such a good choice to just go if we just bring him back to NXT. He's such a perfect counterpoint to Velveteen Dream. And they've obviously looked at it and analysed the story stuff that you can get out of it and picked the perfect line for the story.
2: Yeah, exactly. And it's the sort of story that the NXT audience, which is a more Mm hardcore-based wrestling audience, can get invested in. Because we're all sitting here going like, yeah, Tyler Breeze was completely mishandled on the main roster, was completely botched, and they've managed to use that. (coughs) They don't use the term, they botched you on the main roster. They've used, they've turned into a character part of him. Yeah. Is that he went up to the main roster, couldn't get over, and no. now he's come back to NXT. And that's like, that's the way that Dream has spun this story.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a very good choice of blurring the sort of shoot and kayfabe that's it, yeah. lines of this and just going, well, like, you know, in kayfabe, Tyler Breeze coming back to NXT is like a demo- He's like walking in. I'm an A-lister now because I'm on this show. And here I am back in NXT and Dream's like, no, 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 that's not, we know that that's not true. That's not true. There's the. This is the other side of the business that we're talking about now. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's really clever. And that I really, really like it. And that ties into a lot of Dream's entrance type stuff with the call me up Vince and things like that, where he has always been kind of blurring that line between kayfabe and shoot mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, he's all over that on, on Twitter as yeah. well. Very, very clever at doing that. I thought this was absolutely Awesome! Yeah, it's really loved, really fun. loved, loved it. I'm, I'm stoked for this, the match this weekend. Uh, we then got a recap of Baszler beating down Candice Lerae last week and being saved by Io Shirai <laughs> and her Kendo stick of complete death. My God, she was a whirlwind of wood. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> she was. She went in there with zero Fs to give and yeah. a Kendo stick in hand. My lord, and just like wait, there's a moment. It's funny to rewatch it again because Marina Shafir gets hit like right in the ribs with it, and she goes down like a sack of spuds, being like. oh, <laughs> Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Then she stands shouldn't up, have asked her to lay them in. And then she stands up again and be like, Alright, okay, it's time for me get my second shot. And she gets hit even harder the second time like, falls down and collapses. Oh, I felt so bad for them.
1: <laughs> hey, like, if if you're gonna hit anyone, hit the people who've done MMA. I oh, guess. absolutely. Like, yeah.
2: yeah. The guys, as you said that in on last week's show, the people would have said, lay it in. Yeah, like let's. Like, you Ronda, have to like, like Ronda Rousey was doing on the main roster. Yeah. You, you've got to make this look as real as possible. So do not hold, swing for the fences. Yeah, like which you, is a basketball. Comparative analogy. to Bailey with a kendo stick. Yeah, <laughs> dunk. <laughs> um, it was really cool. She refused and then, to use it. Basil is then doing a photo shoot. This is NXT's new thing, which is we're doing we're gonna do interviews while they're doing photo shoots. Mm-hmm. So they're just standing there having their photos taken. Do we ever get to see these photos? No. We ever get to see no. where this no, photo go shoot goes. Because there's basil just standing there with like, you know, her mean girls behind her going, like, mm-hmm, we're so big and tough. <laughs> muscular, muscular. And then she walks off and there's a camera guy there, and it's like, uh, oh, can I get a quick interview with you? Basler says, Essentially, at takeover. Eo's not going to have a kendo stick, it's not in the rules, mm-hmm. but also she's not going to have friends, but I've got friends, and those friends are going to be with me. <laughs> <laughs> friends <laughs> aren't in the rules either! Oh, but Spaceless knows how to Thanks, work those bro. rules, because there's two of them, one to distract the referee, who's they going to go, Doi, you're distracting me, yeah. and the
1: other one's doing nefarious things. Well, what if Eo Shirai comes out with two kendo sticks dressed as friends? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, like Monica and Phoebe, yeah. as a, like Wilson from Castaway. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well she is going to have a friend but we'll get onto that in a little bit Uh, next up we had Kushida versus Drew Gulak a match that was set up a couple of weeks ago when Mm -hmm. Kushida was having his match against Tesco's finest, Kona Mm. Reeves and Drew came out to have a a little watcharoo a shifty this was technical wrestling yeah, technical wrestling is what (laughs) this was it was just a lot of technical wrestling a lot of stretching, a lot of submission based stuff really really interesting Mm. sadly I would say This was clearly done at the end of a taping cycle. Crowd have seen Kushida wrestle three times by this point. It wasn't the match to get that crowd kind of like pumped back up again. This is very much like this is literally the last last hour we're doing taping for. And the crowd were very, noticeably not quite tired. Because they've been there for like three hours by this point. Seeing a lot of the same people. Mm -hmm. And it is harder to get a reaction the third time you come out. And I think the crowd would notice to be quiet for this. Unfortunately, this wasn't the match to kind of like wake them back up.
1: No, it, this is very much a sort of like, uh, it's, a, it's like a tennis match. It's that kind of like something happens and then there's a ripple of applause. Yeah. And then it goes back to complete quiet. Complete quiet, again. yeah. And it's, 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 not the ra- the it's, yeah, it's not the raucous kind of normal wrestling vibe you get of Chance and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Whereas
2: I think if this had become like earlier on in the taping cycle... Yeah. this would have like I think this would have gotten over much bigger with the crowd. Yes, but, like absolutely. you're right, yeah, like it's very very tennis-like in the sense of people just watching the moves, watching the counters and the reversals, and then applauding. That's what, what they I
1: see. always find like Zack Saber Junior. matches is like it's like it's it's a very impressive thing to watch, but it's very hard to it's it's a different thing. Like I think wrestling, generally speaking, feels like football. Yeah, in the sort of sense of the way people. Engage with it, which is shouting at it yeah. and chanting, and, and same, then same and then word. Zach Saber Junior matches while he comes out like a footballer are actually just tennis matches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Um, but it was really good really really good a uh, lot of reversal based mm-hmm. stuff I was really really enjoying this there was some this. super smart stuff in here like
1: there was like the face buster thing that Kushida did where he lands in a way that he traps the arm yeah and, like, that was really twists. smart yeah. really cool
2: yeah and like getting him to the triangle and like the, the mm. yeah as you say, the armbar and things like that very very good but what crucially for me it's a different sort of match and one of the kind of things I like about NXT it's one of the things I'm excited for about AEW one yep. of the things I, my main criticism I have about the main roster Every match in the main roster is the same match. Yeah, like especially they, they when you have, let
1: people do five moves.
2: Exactly, it's a template match. It's basically like our podcast. Like I have a po- when I edit our podcast, I have a template that is set mm-hmm. up, and I just edit around that template because it's the quickest way for me to edit the show. Yes. And that's what main roster stuff is. There's is a template match and everyone just follows that template. Whereas here, there's no template you need to follow. It's just like, go out and have your submission-based stretching out match. Yeah. And it's going to be completely different to Mir Yim versus Bianca Belair. It's going to be completely different to this tag main event. Variety is it's the spice to, yeah, of and life. It's going
1: to be completely different to what Kushida did with Kona Reeves. Yeah. Like you know, There was a lot of technical moves in that match, but it was also a higher-paced version of Kushida. So it's yeah. like he's... It's showing... The, like basically, we're getting the uh, the range of Kushida presented to us. It's like yeah. he can do stretching, he can do like really quick running around stuff. He like, can also turn off the lights by tapping his wrist. <laughs> love it, Perfect.
2: love that inch. he's got an Apple Watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he's got. Love Kushida. Turn off the lights. Big fan of Kushida as we were sort of saying during the super chat portion of this as well. I hope Drew like sticks around in, in NXT. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think he's better served in NXT. Again, than he is on Again, just the open Live. door policy. That's what I want. Uh, Wildcards for those smaller brands. Cathy <laughs> Kelly was backstage. Didn't they say as well that the wildcard? Oh no, it was the twenty four seven rule applied that you could like all NXT or NXT yeah. UK, uh, UK guys could go for it as well. But you can go to the barbecue if you want to. Like you've yeah, seen none of that. Yeah, so Dave far, Mastiff's is going to turn up and go, I
1: want
3: it now, and
2: then sit uh, flawless. Dave Mastiff didn't just walk into the uh, <laughs> yeah, studio that, was, just that a, was Andy. That was that was a flawless. boy, <laughs> <laughs> Kathy Kelly was backstage with Io Shirai. Uh, Io says she doesn't need friends or a kendo stick. She's just going to beat up Shayna Baszler this uh, weekend. But then she does get an ooh friend as <laughs> Candice LeRae walks uh, up to her and says that she's going to be in Io's corner mm-hmm. this coming weekend. Nice. I like to see Candice in, in this as well because Candice has been underserved on NXT yeah. since she's come in. So it's nice to see her get inserted into a storyline that isn't Gargano based. You shouldn't have married Johnny Gargano for <laughs> It's been oh, bad for your wrestling. Oh, bless her. Uh, bless no, but well, I think that's the thing. Is, like
1: she has just been she's side been, piece to she, that whole thing. For she a while.
2: is Mrs. Gargano. Yeah, yeah. That's unfor- and that is unfortunate, really. Is yeah. I th- but this now she's away from Gargano. She's doing her own storyline, and that's good. Yes, that's very good. Uh, we then got a hype package for Gargano as NXT tram- uh, as NXT champion, NXT champion, Tra- which then transitions, which is why I tri- tripped over my words, into Gargano versus Cole, and you have got Cole saying like, "I keep thinking about New York." No, mm. this was any other NXT match I'd be NXT champion because mm-hmm. I won I beat him first yeah you got Gargano reminding him and I think that's a nice little twist on this bit of like of the two out of three fours match being like dude I won yeah yeah like I scored the first win any other match I'd be champ yeah really nice i think it's a nice way of character beat for him it is yeah it's perfectly it's perfect cole thinking is what it <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. that's exactly mm. it yeah and he says that he thinks about new york and it makes him sick to his stomach because mm. he should be champion at this point um oh, I love Adam cole. He's so good really really good video package mm-hmm. good hype for and like i think that
1: i loved all the interviews with all the people from cleveland and yeah. stuff at the beginning of it it was such a like it was so well put together of like this is johnny's sort of coming of age moment within NXT and like
2: yeah and it's things like as you say the the way that they've been framing Johnny as like the champion of the people going back to his hometown of Cleveland mm-hmm. uh, Cleveland as a to quote Scott uh, Howard the Duck um and going back there which is why I think they're not going to take the title off of him anytime soon mm. because I think they are sort of presenting him as the people's champ at yeah. the moment and it's too soon to be taking the belt off of him yeah because you can do more of this kind of stuff so I, I think that we could probably see Gargano. he's camp. a great figurehead
1: for NXT and especially yeah. if you want to grow NXT as a brand globally yeah. like having this super over baby face and a great story to tell
2: yeah of like he wasn't you know he wasn't supposed to be here today he wasn't supposed to be mm-hmm. with NXT he was only called in for a one-shot deal yeah but he worked he grafted and now he's on top of the game like mm-hmm. I think it's a really interesting story to tell as your champion the
1: transformative power of wrestling.
2: Exactly. Um, so that was this week's NXT. What <coughs> did you think? I thought it was very good. I
1: think it's uh it did enough to make me excited for the weekend. And I think I was discussing this earlier actually with Housemate Simon on the Housemate Simon trip into work. Uh <laughs> in which um like almost not as excited for takeover this time as I was for the last few. And I think one, because it's not on a sort of big weekend of like WWE stuff so it's not like we're gonna get this and then we're gonna get that and there's all of this build to one culmination wrestling weekend but also just because I feel like we're not even two months from the last takeover yeah and normally we've just got a little bit of extra time to be like get keen like really be invested yeah so I just feel like this episode finally sort of tipped me over the edge to be like, okay, I am excited now. Yeah, I am finally on board with the takeover thing. Because before that, I was nonplussed, really.
2: I think with the... I'm really looking forward to the... I think the card is stacked. Like, it's a really... Yes, it's a, yeah. As a five-match lineup, it is absolutely, like, incredible. Mm-hmm. That four-way tag match with the ladder is going to be absolutely incredible. Yeah. It's going to be really, really good. And I also think that, that our reservations... Not reservations, but I sort of like... The, the reason why we weren't on the... Gargano versus Cole from Takeover was match of the year, and we were more on the the, uh, Walter versus Dunn was the best match of the night, which I still stand by. I really do think. I really do think so. Um, Is what the the two out of three falls stipulation kind of held it back? Yes, because I don't think they really played with that. during the match, I don't think they played with it enough. They played with no. it very well since with, with Cole using the, I should be champion because yes, I, want, I yeah. scored the first fall. But I don't think it worked for that match at it, at that time. No. Um, here now, it's just a one-four match. Mm-hmm. I think this one is going to be better. I, I think I'm going to enjoy this one more than I enjoyed the TakeOver match. Yeah, and I think I'll
1: caveat my earlier point as well by saying that like, the other problem is that a lot of... The card has been subject to change because of injuries and just general changes to the entire roster being pillaged by the main roster. So, yeah. like, it was kind of hard to get excited for this takeover because so much of it was just, like, up in the air until the last two weeks. And it's it's only really all come together and convalesced into this, like, one thing. Mm. Yeah, It's now, interesting you say that, yeah. yeah. Whereas before, like, you kind of, you always kind of get the sense of where the story's going and who's going to be in that picture. Yeah going into a takeover
2: quite a while in advance usually so interesting as well was it mike johnson um yeah, who was reporting that? Apparently, one of the plans for this, because they, one of the reasons this was announced so late is they didn't have a location for it. So mm-hmm. It was like between like three places. Yeah. It was like Connecticut is where it's going to be. Then there was a couple of other places that were thinking of doing. it. <coughs> one of them was Saudi Arabia. Oh god! And they were going to do it before Super Showdown, so it was going to be like the NXT, like like they would do for WrestleMania. It'd be like NXT Takeover Saudi Arabia or NXT That's Takeover General nice. or whatever it is. Wow. Um, but to I was, go
1: from the normal, like, hyper-into-the-takeover crowd to the Saudi Arabia crowd, which is 90% people on their phones. <laughs> yeah. My lord,
2: it would have been a very, very different experience. But I did say to Randy, I was like, Well, that is one way to get the fans on your side yeah. to do these Saudi Arabia shows. Just like, we hate you for doing these shows. Ah, but NXT, oh well. I do want to see Gargano <laughs> versus Cole. And yeah, so I don't, I don't. I know. I, I that, will but watch but it. I think <laughs> that would
1: make people crosser. I, d- I just think that would, that's more fuel on I the saying, fire. It,
2: on paper, it seems like a really smart yeah. idea, but I'm, I'm yeah. much That's putting out a fire bit. with petrol, is well, what I <laughs> think. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that it's TakeOver 25 in Connecticut. That's yes. It, oh, on its own. And it, this is like, it's on its own. It's not attached to a show. It's not attached no. to a main roster show. So it's, it's a very interesting to see that we are getting this TakeOver. It's annoying that it's mm. happened on a weekend that we've all got things booked for. Yeah. Damn it, WWE. But this is, part of, this
1: is also part of like, it being on its own weekend is kind of putting, finally putting sort of paid to what Triple H was saying when he was like, NXT is the third brand of WWE. It's not the underbrand. Mm-hmm. It is the third one.
2: Yeah, poor old 205 Live. Nobody yeah. gets remembered, remember, does it? What is that? The fourth? Fifth brand? Is it below NXT UK? It's barely a brand, is it? I think, it? actually, it's below NXT UK because NXT UK does better viewership-wise on the network. Yeah. yeah. So maybe that's the fifth brand. They
1: could change Jackson Riker's <coughs> name to Jeddah Riyadh just, um, just for the show.
2: JR? Yeah. yeah. It, yeah.
3: Uh,
1: we've got some super chats, Randy. We have got plenty. For starting with Connor Bath, who says Adam Cole hopefully picks up the win this weekend. Sorry, guys, a little late to the party. That's okay, Connor. You can join us whenever you like.
2: Absolutely okay. Yeah, join us whenever mm-hmm. you like. Uh, I, for me, I don't think it's a Cole win. I think I'm more, I'm more set in my ways now. Yeah. Um, I'm, more, I'm sorry, set in my ways. I'm more set in my mental ways. You're on the ways. Johnny Gargano. I'm on, train. on Gargano train mm. here. Yeah. No, I think so. I feel like it could go either way. I feel like it could go either way.
1: Uh, Micah Williams says, when y'all streamed AW at the beginning, I said John Moxley all the way. I knew the future. Yeah, because you were the only one, Micah. Mm. Yeah, everyone said John Moxley, didn't
2: they? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was our bonus question for Mm. the predictions was like, Mm. will John John Moxley be at the show? Because I think, and everyone said yes, because we all sort Mm. of figured that he would be at the show. I I feel like the date was in the video, so... Yeah, Yeah, he kind of, like, dropped some hints for it, but um, I I think that they were looking to make a big splash with that first show, and to do that... I mean, that's the thing that most people are talking about coming out of it, so I think it was a really smart play for them to have that debut. Mm. What a great podcast he did with Jericho as well. Yes, yeah. Yeah, really, really good stuff.
1: Uh, Here's one you'll uh, definitely agree with, Luke. Mm -hmm. Uh, Start recording says, non-WWE, but Godzilla made me tear up from epicness.
2: Oh, Really? I thought it was fine. I, I, it's below fine. I I I liked watching sub fine. It was sub fine. Like it was
1: fine. below fine. I hated it. It was the worst film. Oh, we go that it was an
2: abomination. <laughs> I liked it more than Aladdin. Um but it was a case of like I liked watching the monsters because I'm a fan of Godzilla. Like I've grown up watching these movies, so to watch it with like 2019 special effects and things like that, that was kind of like mind blowing to me. But at the same time, it was pretty pants. No plot. and it was also murky as hell. Hated the mm. color scheme of it. It was just brown, 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 grey and brown. Like the Game of Game of Thrones a series eight episode three, three yeah. the long night. Yeah, it's uh, brown. Yes,
1: yeah. mm. too Jew- much brown. <laughs> Judas Black, thankfully not with another basketball question, says Dean Ambrose confirmed for Super Arabia. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it could be wild card, mate. Yeah. Vince Russo it's thinks all, it's a all a work. The work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. We're all in bed together. It's a work, brother.
1: Uh, Ratnesh Singh Bagri says, "Do you guys watch cricket? No, they. I do. <laughs> yes,
2: uh, I'm a very big fan of cricket. No, yeah. I once go. Um, well, I played cricket at school once cause I was made to. Because I was made to do PE." Um, and uh, we once had to play cricket and uh, a boring game that is. Oh, but um, no. i, I, I I'm slow. I was I was very good at sports at school because I was very good at avoiding everything. Like I was trying to find the places where you could stand as far away from action so it never really comes I towards can so you. see you doing that. I as well. was very, very good at this, but my teacher did catch me on one occasion when we were playing cricket and he made me move forward. And the first thing that happened is I got hit in the chest with a cricket ball. <laughs> because the lad the lad hit it and I just did I just stood there. Because like, you'd had no practice. I'd had no practice. Yeah. And so I just stood there and just went, bounce, and it just hit me in the chest like a proper poof, like smack in the chest and then, Pick what it. did the teacher say? Pick it up. It's like, just has got hit with a ball, mate. No well, someone fired you know. a cannon at me. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> well, I just want to play and watch my movies,
1: play my video games, listen to my I music.
2: Don't want to do sports. I'm not, I'm not a sports kid. Great,
1: cricket is amazing. And cricket being is being major boring. By Andy the, always plays as the stumps. Getting <laughs> hit by the cricket ball is one of the joys. Uh, Michael Williams says, "Where's the beer?" He said the dominatrix to the <laughs> subs.
2: <laughs> what? Sorry. Where's the beer? Which beer? The beer fifty-two. Oh, uh, we're not sponsored by them at the moment. Although there is a crate down there, a crate that I brought from home because mm. we uh, use it for the money in the bank. Did we drink stream. all of that? Oh, well, there was one can left. Oh. Yeah, <sighs> heavy nightmare. I miss. I missed one. <laughs> Damn. We can use it. I thought it I, m- I got them all. But Luke, maybe we could use it for tomorrow. What are we recording tomorrow? That's right. We are. We only talked about this on the podcast. So yes, we are going to be doing Ramble Club tomorrow for our Patreon pledge hammers over on. Patreon,
1: mm-hmm. where they are. Yep. Where uh, they at, live.
2: At the $10 <laughs> level, you get Ramble Club, which is usually me, Ollie, and Laurie having a few drinks and talking about questions. Any questions? It is like very, it's very rarely wrestling related. It's just mm-hmm. us chatting nonsense for an hour and a half. But Ollie is doing business, business, business today, so he can't record it. And also, he's off to Northern Ireland tomorrow for a stag do. Northern Ireland. We're back to the party for our American viewers, as we mentioned earlier. So we're going to change up a little bit, and it's going to be me, Laurie, housemate Simon, Chopper Pete, and Randy, just sitting around having a chat for an hour and a half, having a few beers answering questions from our Patreon Pledgehammer. So do get involved. Patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk at the $10 level and you'll get that episode tomorrow. Wonderful stuff. Good
1: setup as well. Uh, Job at JJ says, what is your favorite <laughs> takeover of all time?
2: Great oh. question. I forget which one, what they are. Yeah, I, no, I, just I, remember, I
1: remember the matches and I don't remember the show.
2: That's it. I, I think because there are certain, I, I would have said previously Chicago won because I loved that Pete Dunne-Tyler Bate match. That's what and, I love. And, and, oh, that's so good. And the tag ladder match as well. But I've recently rewatched it for Patreon, because if you donate at the $10 level, you also get the $5 backer, where we also get Restaurant Lecture, where we just reviewed that show. That show also has a fine match between Roderick Strong and Eric Young, and a fine women's three-way between Asuka, Ruby Riott, and Nikki Cross. Mm. So it's not like an incredible show. No. But it has got... An outstanding match between Pete Dunne and Tyler Bates. And yep. a really great ladder match between DIY and AOP, which has then got the DIY split angle at the end. Which is the what Toronto a, a one a with angle. the DIY 3 2 out 3 that was, that was the first Toronto. Yeah. And that's really good as well. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that Revival DIY match is insanely good. But, like, the Asker mickey james match is fine. Yeah. Like, it's not great. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's sometimes with NXT shows, I, I would need to go back and look at every card to find out which one's got the most incredible matches on it like the ratio of incredible to that is really good but it's not as good as like you know, the, the the best matches on the card. There's
1: normally like one weaker match or like one That's or two it, yeah. weaker match on every TakeOver. I, so it's like it's, yeah. it's those matches that tip the balance, I think.
2: You had it last year when I was away in Canada when you did the TakeOver review, um, which was, it was the EC3 match. Mm. It was the EC3 Velveteen Dream. Oh, yeah. Which, again, it was an amazing card. Like yes, that had Adam yeah. Cole ricochet on it and like amazing matches. Oh, that was the moonsault where he kicks him in the head. So yeah. It had amazing matches. Oh. But then you've got that EC3 Velveteen Dream match in there. It's a mm. bit of a clunker. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'd have to go back and look at all the. the Which cars. is kind
1: of the proto version of what we're getting now with Tyler Breeze. It's that same ego versus ego kind yeah. of thing. And it, it didn't really pay off because I don't think EC3 is very you've good. You've seen that they're now reporting that EC3, uh, W gave up on EC3 after his feud with Dean Ambrose. They just decided that's it. No, yeah, that was. Again.
2: And that was what we sort of figured at the time, really, is because he came, like, they brought him up to the mm-hmm. main roster, didn't know what to do with him um and then he they didn't had, know what to do
1: with, with anyone they brought up at that that series of lame call-ups on their, call-ups, way, on their yeah. way to wwe and he had that match Come with soon. dean
2: ambrose when dean ambrose said he was leaving which he won and mm. everyone was like oh man well i mean dean ambrose is obviously doing a lot of jobs but then what happened according to ambrose as well moxley i should say at this point according to moxley on the jericho podcast is that they were then having a series of house show matches like they were just on the house show loop working together Moxie's supposed to be the heel, so he's doing everything he can to get booed. But because the news has broken that he's leaving WWE and he's sort of being treated as this hero, he's getting the babyface reaction and ec 3 is getting booed. Yep. So you get to Raw, Dean Ambrose beats EC3, and then he just becomes a babyface. Yeah. EC3's done nothing since. And apparently yeah. that was when they gave up on him. It was like, well, EC3 couldn't get over. Well, Melt Because yeah, you did the wrong well. thing with him. Yeah, so apparently it was just like, because Dean Ambrose got over as a babyface... That's why EC three. That's EC 3s fault. EC for being fault. told to work, babyface. It's EC 3s yeah, fault against too.
1: Dean Ambrose.
2: Exactly, and they tried um, the <laughs> They tried to manage a thing with him because I I, don't, I reckon he probably said, "Give me Drake Maverick as a manager, and we can make this work." Yeah, and he had a match with Luke Harper on the dark match before SmackDown after Mania, and apparently the story is Vince hated it. It's absolutely hated it, and he doesn't like managers. And he doesn't like Luke Harper, though. Well, that's it. Is is apparently, it was like, Luke you know. Harper's fault in that case. Um, but that's why neither of them are getting used. Vince <laughs> is insane. <sighs> <laughs> that podcast is like, watching it's It's everything that we all knew. Do stuff. Yeah. That's what I found most interesting about. It. Like, where, that's actually going to be the topic for the Saturday Ramble. Is 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 Dean Ambrose or is John Moxley right about WWE? But I felt that <laughs> yes. every everything that was said on that podcast was everything we already knew because that's all the stuff that's been reported for the last mm. few years. It's so what Melts has been saying for ages it's what PW Insider have been mm. saying it's what Pro Wrestling Talks. it's what Fightful have been saying wrestling, wrestling everyone's been saying this is what's going on but a lot of people are like nah, well they're not there they don't know they don't know yeah. Bruce Pritchard says it's fine he works there he would know Yeah. and then Moxley comes out and be like no it is exactly what you think Yeah, it is exactly as you would imagine it would be Wrestleverse just tweeted to say I spoke to a few guys this week it's exactly the same yeah exactly and it is very much a case of Everyone thinks the same thing. I'm uh, <laughs> scared to talk to the boss
1: in case he goes, you're going to get a
2: jab. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of that was, like, don't go into him with a noun because he'll turn a noun into a prop. Yeah, that' <laughs> That's yeah. amazing.
1: Um, start recording, doing a bit of uh, auditioning for Sherlock Holmes here. Uh, takeovers always have five matches, I've noticed.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong.
1: <laughs> Robert Caruso says... Uh, you got this, man. It's because they've got four belts. Owned. Oh, okay. Money <laughs> money for my spot. fellow follically challenged bros. None for Andy because I have... No money, no money for Andy. No money for Andy. That's a policy we work on here. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You're starting to lose it though, aren't you, brother? Uh, I I don't know. Like, Join maybe, the club. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, it's so fine, mate. It's, it's, bite honestly, the bullet. it's not that noticeable, so you're bite, all right. The, bite the bullet and shave it off, mate. Just bite the bullet. I have a no. very big head. Yeah, I know, but you dude, do. I had the same
2: thing, man. Like when my barber said to me two years ago, "You got about two years left." I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna, ha- I'm gonna ride oh, it out like for these two of life, years." Or... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then he <laughs> slit my throat. And then he, uh, I've got His two years left. His name was Sweeney Todd. <laughs> so I've got two years left, and then I got to those two years, and that was when I thought it's time for this to go now. Yeah. I think I've, I've fought this long and hard, but it's it's mm. starting to look ridiculous. I, d- like. I just have
1: quite a light bulb shaped head. I don't know if you can see. Oh, it's not on the thingy, but I've got I've got the. Yeah, line. got the
2: M-Ed going on. Yeah, so. yeah. M-Ed. <laughs>
1: anyway. I've got
2: M-Ed. That was that's, that's where I was. At university, I had the M-Ed. I mm. still had long hair at that point. And I did think I might just write it out and I just look like Hulk Hogan. i just mm. have it all. Oh, with, yeah. With like, my fine doll's hair oh. just <laughs> around the back. I'm wearing bandanas. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Danny, your boy, DeVito, says, Super Chatting is easier than Patreon. Change my mind. You don't get as many perks. Yeah, you don't get <laughs> as many perks. Yeah. You just get me, Patreon's re- just get me reading. Patreon's way better. Yeah. Yeah, Danny. <laughs> uh, Kratos is Forgotten Son says, Hello again, my friends. No question for today. but uh, Sorry? I said, speaking of Patreon. Yes. Uh, no question for today, uh, but I like saying thank you for all the hard work you guys do. Support WrestleTalk and ScreenStalker. Thank, thank you. you. So yeah. much, Kratos. Yeah, thank you. And, yes, yeah, support ScreenStalker.
2: I've done two videos of ScreenStalker this week, and it has been wonderful. It's
1: nice mm-hmm. not talking about wrestling sometimes. Do you know what? It really, yeah. like, I was on the tube the other Especially day. Especially when the wrestling has been like... You've had the highs of AEW, and then WWE's two days' worth of responses, which were, they, it was like, AEW was like,
2: boom, 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 shots fired, and WWE went, it, bad, it was like you're opening to this. <laughs> 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 that was the, basically the noise they made. But I, uh, genuinely, the last couple of days just writing about gods that have been exhilarating. It's been <laughs> wonderful. I've had a whale of a time, and I didn't have to watch SmackDown. It was
1: grand. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's have a look. Next one is, start recording again, says, would you write... Ro- see I think would you rather questions should be more frequent now because <coughs> they're great uh, we do them tomorrow in the Ramble Club uh, would you rather only talk with Michael Cole catchphrases for a week or wear a Divas Championship shirt for a week
2: Divas Championship shirt like it's only a t-shirt yeah it's only a t-shirt Yeah. you can wear it inside
1: out Yeah, uh, n- only the t-shirt nothing else
2: but even then like it's just a t-shirt What well, with a belt on it oh embarrassing Ooh. Like, I, know I, it I mean nothing else <laughs> yeah. um, even then it's just a t-shirt just
1: a a large one <laughs> <laughs> T- Tomo Kill says, the, the, "I don't need that much to cover.
2: Like, yeah. <laughs> I do. Um, 37, inches.
1: Thirty-seven. Yeah. Uh, is Kashida still the best? Uh, like I said a few weeks ago. Love you guys. Hug even Pete. Hugs Pete.
2: Yeah. No. Kashida's awesome. He's great. He's really, really, good, really yeah. awesome.
1: Versatile. Yeah. Once you mm.
2: had an elevator with him, he's mm-hmm. terrified."
1: I once shared an elevator with the Fijian national rugby team, and I've never felt so small in my life. Uh, Hangman AJ Wilson says, "Elevator? uh, (laughs) Is it a freight elevator?" (laughs) Uh, and they, it was at a. They, I was sort of matting a it's like, not real. I was like, it's
2: probably about like twenty people. There's so many people in this teams. i like, pretty team. sure he's
1: got like fifteen dudes, three people. I was. Uh, well, that's not what you said. I was at university. That's not a team. I was at university <laughs> in Cardiff, and they were. They was, do rugby trios. They were staying at the hotel where my gym was. So really, the story is, I was yeah. in an elevator so with Andy, three people. So yeah, Andy, yeah. I'm the only one who knows anything about sports, doesn't? <laughs> how many people are in a rugby team? How many people are in a rugby team? Seven. It it's, is, uh, 12. it's It's 15 I, mean, I uh, said 15 earlier Thank you uh, 7 in a Rugby 7s team uh, Hangman AJ Wilson says 24-7 title to be a takeover
2: No <laughs> uh, Robert... Actually that, do you know what? that's actually Not the worst out in the world no. I actually I That'd be, be quite cool. fun He could be though. in the crowd with it Yeah It might be a way to pop people yeah. Like I don't know Yeah He said like you cut to people in the crowd. It's our ah, truth standing there with the, bio, yeah. and then all of a sudden someone tries to attack him, like Tesco's finest mm, tries to attack Tesco, no, like, tries to attack God. truth. Well, Tesco's they- are 24/7. There you go. There they brought go. into the ring. Truth pins him. It depends it goes on which on ones way. they are, though, Andy. That's All the metros. True. That could be a bit of fun, actually. That's a great shout.
1: Mm. Well, there you go. Uh, Robert Caruso says, greetings from AEW country of Jacksonville, Florida. Ooh, yeah. The home hi. of Jason
2: from uh, Good Place. Yeah, mm. that's and what they, I, and they exactly what I was thinking. Jaguars, whoa. And they picked Jacksonville because it's awful. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: Star recording. Thank you so much. You're being very generous today. It says, which two WWE stars from any brand would have the best submission match?
2: Which two stars from any, any brand. brand would have the best submissions match?
1: I mean, Gulak should be in there definitely. Yeah.
2: Hmm. hmm. Then I or, never or, O'Reilly. Yeah, Riley, Yeah. Uh, yeah. So okay, I'm gonna go with that show. Tamina
1: and Dana Brooke.
2: If you're gonna say uh, Joe's a good show, if you're gonna say uh, two brands, I'm gonna say Gulak and Carla Riley. I think that'd be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. Pete Dunn. Oh WA. yeah. Pete Dunne is mm. really good for his map-based work. Yeah. A lot of good a lot of good options there. Not yeah. many people in the main roster. Cesaro maybe. Basler and Basler's great shout. Rousey. Rousey. Mm-hmm. One. Oh, that'd be fun. Um what's
1: the Not next really one? Suspicious. Tim so much submissions. Rousey's hmm. got that one that she does. <laughs> yeah. The old arm bar. Yeah. And she tells you she's gonna do it that twenty seconds beforehand. I'm going to break her arm. It's, I'm gonna do it. It's very hard to get out of it at yeah, that point. Absolutely. <laughs> uh t-
2: <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Tim well, Get out
2: of the damn way
1: uh, Stephanie McMahon blocked it For ages uh, Tim Arndt <laughs> says Do you reckon the 24-7 title Will show up in NXT Or has Vince already forgotten That the title can go there Or doesn't Triple H Want it on his show I think it'd be yeah, so I, I think Triple H Doesn't want on his show
2: Yeah I think it'd be A, a fun little thing though For, um, for TakeOver yeah. I don't think like An NXT guy will win it but no, like, or like if he does, Truth will win it back at the end of the night. But like I think the problem with the twenty four seven title going to NXT is you've then got to plan in advance who's going to have the belt for Monday, and so hmm. you'd have to because like, you take four weeks worth of TV. Yeah, you can't do a title change that's then different to what happens on Raw. Yeah. No, because Raw is like Raw and SmackDown alive. Yeah, so you've got to know if this was one cohesive company, which it should be, if this was one cohesive company where you could plan this out, then yeah, you could have the 24-7 brand, the 24-7 title go to NXT and NXT UK and plan ahead. Because yeah. you are be like, okay, cool, we've taped this week, which means that Kona Reeves was champ at the end of this. So we can now mention that on Raw. But we've, by the end of this taping search, uh, cycle, Truth's going to be the champion again. Yeah. So we've got to know in four weeks' time on Raw, We've got a segment with truth with the championship belt over here. Yeah. So it's hard to kind of line them up. But with NXT yeah. takeover being live, as long as your WWE main roster guy's got the belt by the end of the night, you can get away it with is, it. Or, or, or as long as you send the
1: NXT guy to Raw yeah. for with, the night. Like you know, it's always pop again. Yeah. I, then that only works if it's a
2: cohesive company. Yeah, exactly. That yeah, you can do that stuff. But also, twenty four seven belt. Yeah, there's a lot of people Get really like, hoping for like Brock's gonna cash in for the twenty four seven title. And I'm like, I, I mean, it's a job, it's a joke belt. Yeah. Like it's a joke. title. It's a joke title. <laughs> they had no
1: thoughts of jokes for. Like <laughs> This is the problem. Is that like they didn't. It's they, like the Big Bang they Theory. Ha- they haven't had a meeting where they've gone like, oh, what would be really good ideas to do with this like fun belt? They were just like, oh, just give it to r truth and he can do like yeah. goofy running around stuff. Like Drake Maverick's having a whale of a time with it on. Yeah. Twitter. but I feel like that's all self.
2: That's just him Fugged, doing his own like, thing. Like he's yeah. just
1: doing his own thing, and like I get that was part of the reason for it. But on the telly product, you've got to do some thinking and write some jokes, yeah. or at least have some segments for it. Maybe, yeah. 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 Not maybe. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jared Thomas says, "Are you looking forward to Moxley versus Juice Robinson?" Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And
2: the rumor is well that you might be part of the G One which would be mm. very, very cool mm. as well, there's a lot of interesting people he could have matches with. That's what Tony Khan was saying, that basically until they sound weekly TV, he's free to do whatever he wants. Yeah. So, yeah, I could definitely see Moxie being part of the G1, but him against Jude Robinson would be a lot of fun as well. Yeah, one. that'd be really good. Yeah. I'm excited to see anything that Moxie's doing at the moment. Kind of like, all of a sudden, my, my, my interest in Moxley is completely reignited.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's that, it's, that, it's that same refresh that when he returned from injury and he was... All bulky and shaved yeah. the head and stuff, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so ready to see what Dean Ambrose does now." Wacky
2: Dean is gone. We've yeah. Got prison Dean. This is really interesting. Yeah, and then
1: he went straight back to being Wacky Dean again. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, getting injections sad, in the butt. Sad times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just hope he's developed like one more move because I'm just so bored of his matches. Um, sorry. Uh, what am I doing? Randy shoots hard. Shoots hard. hard. He's Boxley. gonna. Block, he's gonna block the <laughs> on Twitter. I agree with that though. I do. I do think like Dean Ambrose was coasting in WWE, but how could you not? Coast when you're not given anything to work with well that's it and i think the thing is like the thing the jericho podcast proves he's got a very deep understanding of what his character is what he should be doing how to simply pop crowds it's another thing he under he understands the, the very fundamental basics of putting together a show like he said about his return uh when seth rollins introduces him like introduces him then the music plays and then by the time he's come out the pops died yeah like the pop is for when seth says something yeah and not for the performer who gets to come out yeah, so like, just play the, the music or
2: better yet just come in yeah i think that i would say in defense of dean ambrose matches and he you know mentioned this on the podcast and he was like I'm, i don't have any creative license in this no because yeah. I, I got to work all my promos were scripted all my matches are laid out by producers and agents i don't ha- i don't input anything into this no and so I think that's what a lot of the boys in the back of life was like, well, we don't do anything. We are literally actors. We're yeah. not wrestlers anymore. We're just
1: doing, we're just doing, we're
2: following the beats that we're told to follow. Mm-hmm. And so that's why some people have these amazing matches because they're laid out to have amazing matches. And some people have bland matches because they've been laid out to be bland matches. Yeah. Which is the problem with, as I said, your creative process sucks. Yeah. yeah it will yeah. be interesting to see him coming out to not hated that music. One thing against Burr. Dean Ambrose, I've always hated his theme music. It's mm. absolute crap. What about rubbish? Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's
1: move on. Uh, Shoots th- vitriol. Shoots hard on Dean yeah, Ambrose. Oh, theme tune. <laughs> the things. Dicked on Moxley for the Jobber fun J. J. J says to make it easier. I'm not sure if this does make it easier actually. Was your favourite ever takeover match?
2: Uh Bait. Oh, it's so hard. Dunbait's easily my favourite. Oh, Bait was so good. Or, or Walter Dunn actually. <laughs> Walter Dunn. Yeah. Um
1: Gargano Almas. Uh
2: Yeah, Gargano Almas is a really good shot. That first one they had at Brooklyn. Yeah, I, really I liked, liked I
1: loved uh, Gargano Champa three as well. Yep. Yep. Although yep. most people like two more. Um both are very good.
2: Yeah. Uh Di- that DIY revival match from Toronto. North
1: American titled ladder match. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, a plethora yeah. to pick from yeah
1: like you said the revival ba- uh, revival DIY
2: Bailey Banks from Brooklyn One mm.
1: yeah mm. Bailey Banks
2: was an amazing match loved that match
1: Sami Zayn well it's not even, it wasn't even a takeover match just Sami Zayn Shinsuke
2: Nakamura that was takeover it was takeover wasn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. So that match Sami Zayn Kevin Owens that had a really fascinating finish. Sure, yeah. Really, really fascinating finish. Which I just didn't see. And it was such a, an interesting layout for a match. So, yeah, I think that would be yeah. up there. I'm not sure it would be one of my favorites, but no. I it certainly would be mm. like de- in the conversation. Uh, start recording says, Walter versus Luchasaurus, please. Two big lads. Two, two
1: big lads. Slapping each other. As uh, Drew, McEntire, Drew McIntyre put it, uh, with him talking about having a match with Walter, it was just, yeah, it just be two Big lads slapping each other when it was. Uh, Carly Strayer oh, says, yes, yeah. Laurie is the man and did an amazing super click kick.
2: Oh, yeah, I yeah. I did, yeah. Very good super kick as is, uh, is
1: Laurie. Yeah, i practice a lot at home. <laughs> yeah. to the, much to everyone's annoyance. <laughs> They're like, stop super kicking me. <laughs> uh, Judas Black says, where's Victor Vega? I'm asking the same thing with his strange, strange messages. Uh And then Sean Martinez has just donated to have Luke say, and I can hear it later in the podcast version, come on you Reds, we're forever Liverpool.
2: I mean, come on you Reds, forever Liverpool. Like, I don't
1: don't care. Do Do it with less... Do he, oh wait sorry no no he actually said come on you blues for forever Everton but sorry we'll have to, to move past that one cool
2: I mean I said some words forever like, <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, I mean the, the words that don't mean anything <laughs> come on you blues also doesn't really mean anything <laughs> come so on you blues there are loads of blue football teams there are loads of red football teams no it's just the one uh, subscribe to says uh, how come there wasn't a double or nothing ramble uh, logistics again kind of got in the way. Mm-hmm. It was just, a, it was unfortunate a weekend where we already had things sorted out for the Sunday, and then Monday was a bank holiday here in the UK, so I was the only person in the office. Mm-hmm. And then by that point, you're in on Tuesday, you've got Raw and SmackDown and things like that to do. It just unfortunately, so we did it on the podcast. So if you are a podcast listener, you can hear our thoughts on it there. Um, but it was just a case of we couldn't ever get around to doing it mm-hmm. we wanted to do it really really wanted to do it we're doing it for like Fight Fest and Fight for the Fallen down the line just we wanted to do it for double or nothing It's just we couldn't get it to work out yep. yeah it was a real shame
1: uh, Tomo two more and both from Tomo first says ever since you started watching wrestling who has been your f- personal favourite face and heel
2: Raven for both Raven for both <laughs>
3: Oh, I
1: don't oh, know
2: And oh, The Rock's actually The Rock's my favourite babyface of all time I did used to love The Rock Loved The Rock when I was a kid
1: Scotty Too Hottie
2: Oh Now you're talking about babyfaces I used to love, about baby used to love
1: Scotty Too Scotty Hottie Scotty Too Hottie was a baby Yeah wasn't he incredible So, so good Favourite heel was Kevin Owens
2: For All time Chuck favorite Palumbo able. Chuck Palumbo <sighs> Favourite heel
1: <sighs> Jamie Noble
2: He was a really Yeah I'm trying to think of like, what my favourite heels were Cactus Jack's actually another one for Babyface as well, like that mm. 2000 run he had, or well that very early 2000 run he had. Uh, I'm not sure for favourite heels ever since I've been watching wrestling. Now I wasn't really paying attention a lot around that time. Mm. Like when Edge was on top, I was really done with WWE. I don't
1: mean even when, when Edge was on top. I mean when it was Edge and Christian. Oh, I actually, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, that's really doing, good because doing, yeah. I really
2: didn't like Edge and Christian. Yeah, I hate. I, I love to yeah. hate them. Yeah, so yeah, maybe Edge and Christian and Jericho
1: when he was doing heel runs. Right? Umaga, I, remember, like, that I loved time, Umaga. New mm, manga. New manga. It's for Regals. you got to read your manga. Yeah, you got to read your manga. Go on, go home and read your manga. And most recently, just Daniel Bryan. Both. Yeah. Oh, well, oh yeah. Bryan is a baby face, and yeah. as a heel, has been terrific. And last uh Tomo says, speaking of bait versus Dunn, WWE just posted the full match on their YouTube channel. So. Well, there you go if,
2: you, if you're down. not a subscriber mm. if you're not a network subscriber even you can go and watch that match because it is absolutely chef's kiss and they did that because we just recently reviewed it on Russell Ramble Extra I've been told that by my WWE sources mm. they were like yeah we had so many people telling us that your review was so good that we had to put the match for free up on YouTube direct oh, quotes from Vince oh, I, d- um, I hate it when they <laughs> do that yeah. So apparently would-you-rather questions are, are quite popular um, I mean, are you, amongst the youth. Is that, is that what you're suggesting, Among, Randy? No, amongst the, the people on YouTube. Oh, okay. Because um, the only would-you-rather question I've had posed to me that was interesting is one we've done on this podcast before, but I don't think I've asked you about this yet, which mm-hmm. is would you rather spend the rest of your life with a damp towel or damp toilet paper?
1: Damp towel, I think. Uh, damp toilet paper there's so much opportunity for your fingers to go through it and yep. in and around your bum hole
2: <laughs> see I went <laughs> for got- damp towel as well because I'm like I mean you, just, you still get dry yeah. also yeah. you can air dry also, you, right? yeah you can just not use the towel
1: Ollie wanted yeah. wet toilet paper though
2: he did it because he suggested you can install a bidet
1: you could I, I don't like the feeling of that though. well if you wanted what to blow your nose yeah like you need the toilet paper for town. that <laughs> the towel on the, ta- the <laughs> clean into towel into the hand and in the sink yeah, yeah. Um, like you did in the shower what about would you rather have uh, sticky hands for the rest of your life or itchy hands for the rest of your life like really sticky.
2: See, that's a tough one. Cause I'm weird about my hands. Yeah, I don't like I don't, I don't, I don't, sticky. I don't sticky like crisp dust on my hands. Crisp dust. Crisp dust on my hands is the worst thing. Who get... eats crisp <laughs> with chopsticks? <laughs> Little chopsticks. They, they make fun gut. of me. They make fun of me, Randy, at, um, during our D and D sessions because there have been times when I've ordered. They have like mac and cheese bites and at, mm. um, at our uh, drafts, and I also then request like a knife and fork because I don't want to pick them up and get the dust. Mm. off the breadcrumbs on my hand it is gross and i don't like it
1: yeah no i'm i'm i i get that but you've just got to live with it mate yeah. like you got to man up A man up mate wipe that stuff off <laughs> and uh, get on with your day um so yeah sticky or itchy <sighs> itchy's not having thinking? things on your hands though is it so like i think itchy would be better for you Mm. apart from until you itch so much that you've got scabs, and then you're like, no, no, there are scabs. Also,
2: I reckon you can ignore an itch easier. So I'd go with with itchy hands. You can ignore that.
1: I would go go sticky, but would just wear gloves all the time. But then they're sticky inside the gloves.
2: No, but if you just wore a glove.
1: They're sticking to the inside of the gloves. It's
2: a good answer, though. Mm. It's a good answer.
1: Itchy, Um, I'm going with.
2: Let's have this email in from Mark (laughs) I would just just hold the wet
1: towel the entire time (laughs) to soothe them.
2: Uh, who is in a marathon hyping update plus a barbershop window email uh, he says hello Luke Ollie etc but not that one child uh, I wanted to wait for my girlfriend's parents to send me pictures to attach but I'm back to update y'all on the half marathon gig we did last Saturday this is a little while back this was early May uh, firstly my name is Mark but I had it as Jake since YouTube requires you to have a name but I put that in as my fake alias uh, as stated previously we played a four hour set including ten songs we repeated several times including tracks by the Red Hot Chili Peppers Green Day and Elton John we had some great crowd reactions since we were between mile 12 and 13 so most people were going slow and they had more time to appreciate our music i have been playing bass for 10 years now but I ended up being the guitarist since we don't know anyone who could pick that up I suck at the guitar Um, this was a guy Ollie was talking about uh, when he was doing his marathon there were people kind of like cheering on so uh, Mark had emailed in to say that his band was set up to play music for marathon runners as they were getting to a certain point as a kind of way to be like hey guys look whoa we're playing was it Again? Uh, mile 10, uh, 12 and 13. Okay, that was a bit further. than Because I saw some people walking
1: back because I went to the London Marathon, right? This is or I can't remember can't... if this
2: was the London Marathon. It might have been, though.
1: Yeah, so I saw some people when I was walking back during the London Marathon because I'd gone to the climbing centre and it was all rammed, couldn't get on the tube, so I thought, ah, I'll just walk back to my house, which was a couple of miles. Mm. So I just walked back through the end of the marathon, basically, because <laughs> I live on the road. The marathon was going on the road outside my house. We yeah. spent a lot of the morning watching various... Like trying one, trying to spot Mo Farah, and then just going like, "Oh look, there's a dinosaur." <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna go. For, he's going like Big Ben. He's going very fast right now. He won't be later. And yeah. then, but there was a lot of people like having parties, and there was a guy with a microphone just cheering every individual person on and being like, "You can go, Glenn Coco!" Go, go. <laughs> like you everyone, go, like Glenn, it was go, just, go. yeah, it was good fun.
2: Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, he said there are two bits that sucked about the gig. First, it was raining the whole time. Uh, this is clearly uh, in America because he's written dollars here. And we had over $2,000 worth of sound equipment and instruments, so we had to play under a couple of tents, which got pretty crammed. The other bit is the barbershop window, which I'll put in a second email since this one feels too long. Overall, it was a great time. I used to play this gig every year from tw- uh, 2009 to 2013, but just got back into it last year. Thanks for consistently staying consistent, you beautiful men. Well, thank you for that beautiful, beautiful email. Uh, we'll save your barbershop uh, window story for next week, perhaps. Uh, but let's read out this email from Matthew, who says, Hello, Luke, Ollie, Laurie, and the rest of the rest of the talk team <laughs> definitely not Handy fa- handy Randy Fapson. Uh, so I ran my ninth Tough Mudder over the weekend. I didn't really train, but I kind of dieted for one week. Who would have thought that cutting bread and sweets from one's diet would cut 10 pounds, which is 4.6 kilograms or 0.7 of a Boy, stone? In one week? Yeah, apparently so. How much bread were you eating? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bloody pigeon over here. Uh, so I went back to McDonald's on Monday and ate a Big Mac meal with a 10-piece McNuggets meal. And boy, so dead tired and nauseated after the fact. Every time you mention when you ate McDonald's back in the day, Luke, that's exactly what I ate. And I wanted to make, sure, uh, make that comment to you. Plus, I usually added a McRib when it was the season. Anyway, it was cool if this would be read out. Just kind of an exploration of my first dietary experience in life at the age of 34. Love you guys. Stay consistent. Fox from Texas picture it didn't happen with me on the left my brother-in-law and my niece that's them there tough finishing bruth, uh, tough mudder
1: tough are mudder, bruth, bruth mudder. Oh, they are the worst I've done one and it was the, the worst morning of my life brag no it was awful but I like cricket and tough mudder <laughs> king of the jocks Andy Dotson I like golf as well. <laughs> well I like golf golf's great Golf is genuinely... You call golf not boring, cricket boring? Because golf's, golf's More wicked. happens in cricket. No, golf's wicked. I like both, but more happens in cricket. Yeah, but golf's just like a nice day out. Exactly. Like it's, just cricket's, a, it's just a walk. Uh, yeah, Cricket's like stuff. a competitive standing around in the sun thing. It goes on for like 20 days. It's too much, mate.
2: It's too much sport for one person to watch. I haven't got time for it. Not all of it goes on for that long. Only wow. test matches. Well, they're the worst, then. They're, they're the worst of the lot. Uh, let's have some Quick 80% Quick I imagine, is slightly quicker. Let's have uh, an 80% fact. There's a nice little segue, actually. This comes from Nick, who says, Hello, Luke, Ollie, and only on Wednesdays, Randy Andy Datson. Well, unfortunately, it's a Thursday. And I looked at my watch there, which hasn't got a day on it. Since <laughs> Ollie is a big sports fan, a little behind on the reference, I wanted to offer up my 80% fact about golf. Now, we have had a fact about golf before, which apparently it stands for Gentleman, o- Gentleman Only Ladies Forbidden and he's again sent that in gentlemen only ladies forbidden you know from when only scottish men played cheers you're not allowed to google it randy i can see you over there typing that in that's not how this works you don't you don't google you can't the- look them up you just have to learn them uh, that that sounds
1: like nonsense to me that just sounds like one of those things like someone told me the other day oh i just found out that news stands for uh like Notely events Weather and sport. Like, that's just not true. That just happens to stand for that. I believe it. Is it the same as Adidas all day I dream about about sport?
2: Oh, no, I thought it was all day I dream about sex.
1: Well, I (laughs) I think it sport sounds more likely because they make sports clothing, but sure, sex, yeah.
2: I told that to my wife quite recently because there's a corn song called Adidas because they used to wear a lot of Adidas trackies. And um, I said that's what it stood for because I generally thought that's what it stood for. (laughs) But yeah, probably sports is more likely. She said, really? It's like, I mean, that's what
1: I was told. I mean, it's probably nothing. It's probably. Uh, you could make anything though like It's probably Nike. Norwegian well, Night uh, like stands for Nice Ice Skating Keith Irvine You're not very good at this
2: <laughs> My uh, my cousin R. Uh, Chris Once told me uh, So I'm going to have to Self-centre myself A little bit here But he said that Adidas. First
1: name for, R Second name Chris
2: <laughs> uh, R. Chris, uh, Chris Said Chris. that it stood for After dinner I did a poo <laughs> 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 And you can read it backwards As So after dinner So after dinner I did another <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that is all we've got time for. Actually, no, let's have this one last 8% fact here. This comes from Luke Chador that says, Hello, ye- hello, Oil. Yes, I'm intentionally spelling his name wrong. Luke, not Kevin Owens, Chopper Pete, and not that dastardly Candy Shatson. This is more of a 100% <laughs> fact, but there's uh, those who deny it. Sami Zayn and El Generico are two different people. No. Uh, much love, you podswafting... Uh, pod-swa- sorry, much love from your podswafting luchador. That's true. Is it? Yeah. They're two different people. They are completely yeah, 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 yeah. People, yeah. That's what I've heard as well, yeah. yeah. I don't know and where Jericho's, Jericho's
1: gone back to. He's running his orphanage again, isn't he? Oh, that's right. That's yeah, we're about to yeah. the orphanage. Tweeting
2: yeah. every now and again. Cute. Anyway, that's all we've got time for on this episode. I'll be back on Saturday with, I think, Pete's question mark. Could be Simon. We're not sure yet. But it could be, it's could Pete or Simon uh, to do the, N- not the NXT ramble. That's what we've just done here. To do the magazine edition of this show. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Bye.